Welcome to the Payments Podcast, where we talk to innovators about how they're reinventing, reimagining, and recreating the payments ecosystem. Hi, it's Karen Webster for Payments.com, and I'm here today with Jim Jiffis, who is the Senior Vice President and Head of Capital One's Treasury Management Product and Innovation Group. Hi, Jim. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, how are you? Good morning. So let's talk a little innovation and treasury management, Um, but let's get into that by first talking about the pain points that treasury managers face, and given that, where you think the biggest opportunities for innovation really are. Sure, that's a great question. So when I think about pain points for treasury managers, what I really comes to mind is the, the, what their main objective is at the end of the day, and that is to build their business to make it very strong, very efficient, um, and to drive revenue and value for their customers. So I think that's how they think about the pain points. I don't think that they necessarily think about um, banking or any of the other things that impact their business as pain points. It's how can they be more efficient to drive value into their business and with our customer base here at Capital One, I think the way they think about it is they have three business partners in their business. They're accountants, they're attorneys, and they're bankers. And it really comes to the banker's responsibility to educate our customers on efficiencies in banking, new trends, innovation that exists to be able to make um, the treasury aspect of their jobs more efficient. Um, so they don't need to be experts. We don't expect them to be experts. They're not experts. Um, their number one priority is to build their business, so they look to us to provide that insight and, and guidance. Um, and I think that's how they look at innovation. Innovation is, is a tool for them to help solve a business problem. Um, treasury managers, they don't just adopt to innovation, I think, like consumers do, because consumers, they want the newest trend. I think business owners... Um, um, our customers, the Capital One customers, they, they look at innovation as, okay, how can I leverage that technology, that product, that service to fix a problem that exists in my business? For example, they have a logistics company that collects checks on, uh, on um, every time they deliver something. You know, what's the most efficient way to get those checks? Is checks the most efficient way for payment? Um, when they're delivering whatever they're delivering. So I think that's how they look at it. I think that's the pain point um, is how to leverage innovation and technology to make their business more um, productive. I think that's a good point, and I, and I think you, you brought up something that prompted a thought. So are, are all Treasury managers dealing with the same set of issues, or do they vary by by industry segments. So you just you just mentioned a logistics company that is um, de- delivering things and getting paid by check. Is that a common problem, or are there specific things that different industry segments experience that new tools could help them become more efficient and add more value? So um, that's a great question. And I, I think if you ask treasury managers, um, they will all say that they're all unique and that their businesses are unique and they have their own set of challenges that is unique to them. Um, and and I would always agree with the customer, but I, I think the reality is that there's more similarities than not. Um, at the end of the day, they're all looking at the overarching objective is to, to grow their business, like I said earlier, 
So they look at trends um, that are happening on the payment side, on the liquidity side. A couple years ago, when we were going through the financial crisis, liquidity was the number one priority for these treasury managers. And it really was safety. Safety of principle was their primary concern. And, and that's what they focused their time and the energy, which is the right institution that they should be banking with, um, you know, in light of all the things that were happening in the world. And the European crisis, the Eurozone crisis, was felt very much here at home in the U.S. So I think there was a lot of thought and effort put into place to protect that, um, those investments to protect the dollars, which led to a tremendous amount of hoarding of cash, if I would use a term like that. And so this hoarding of cash, they were just protecting it and, and waiting for the economy to turn, waiting for that investment to make in their business. Um, and what we've seen over the last two years is actually a shift away from that. We see um, a decrease in operating um, cash, and that um, operating cash has gone to acquisitions and also investments in their business. So as they're investing in their business, as they're making acquisitions, they're looking for um, tr trends in banking to help them process payments more efficiently, that streamlined payment process or a more efficient way to collect payments in, um, how to maximize interest income or, or pay down debt more efficiently to, to, be a, to have a more positive, uh, a stronger um, operating uh, balance sheet. Well, it's interesting because you talk about liquidity being such a, such a focus, and part of liquidity is collecting receivables, and part of collecting receivables is how companies pay and certainly the, the payment schedules that they're on. It gets back to your example of, of, of using checks, which is not necessarily the most efficient way of payment, but it certainly is the way most businesses pay each other. Is, is the liquidity aspect of things, even though less important today, still driving a rethinking of how payments are made between businesses? Uh, absolutely. And, I, and I, at Capital One, we really spend a lot of time educating our customers on the differences and the efficiencies in different payments. And, and when we look at our customers, they want the, um, the ability to, to make multiple types of payments based on their customers and also collect in multiple multiple ways. From a collections perspective, um, you know, lockbox is still very prevalent in, in the middle market space, um, but you're seeing innovation being introduced, such as um, remote check capture and um, scan, desktop scanners, as well as mobile phone technology that allows um, that instant, you know, um, imaging of the check and then sending it in for collection. On the payment side, we've seen a tremendous amount of activity um, and innovation going on, with all with uh, driven by how can I be more efficient um, and streamlined in making these payments. So mo single payment files coming into the bank that houses wires, um, ACH, credit card payments. Um, and then the most important thing is a lot of transparency and really robust information reporting. And a lot of this stems from the conveniences that we have in our personal lives that are being carried over to our professional lives. So our customers um, 
are, are getting used to, very used to, on the personal, on the consumer side, instant and access information. Banking anywhere on the go. They're sitting on their couch. They're at a soccer game um, watching their child play. They're, they're transacting. They're checking to see, you know, where things are. Well, customers are, um, on the business side want the exact same efficiencies and flexibility to be able to have banking anywhere and anytime and on the go. Um, so that's kind of what we're seeing come together, the efficiencies of running their business and then streamlining and leveraging technology that exists and benefits that they've had on the, on the, on the consumer side over to, to the business side. That's what I, I wondered about that because you mentioned at the very beginning of our conversation um, the consumer focus on innovation and how that seems to be taking a lot of the, the spotlight with respect to payments. But as you just pointed out, people in business are also consumers that are exposed to lots of innovation on the consumer payment side. So that seems to be driving a lot of innovation in the space overall, in your opinion? Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I, and I think customers are um, – Try to be very balanced. I don't, like I said earlier, I don't think they they will jump to new technology unless they see a benefit or or help it help them solve a problem. But it's but they have a it's a lot easier on the consumer side to adapt to this new technology. On the business side, they have to protect the their organization. They have to be very aware of fraud that exists um, um, in, in business. So they have to be very careful as they navigate through the or through all of these new products and services. And and it's our responsibility at Capital One to make sure that we're educating our customers and providing insight on all of these uh, all of these issues that come, and then and present them solutions to be more efficient. So so Jim, a, a final question for you, and that is your. You're relatively new in your role at Capital One, and you're leading this innovation focus around treasury management, new products and innovation. Where will you focus your time and attention? Is there low-hanging fruit that you are focused on? Um, yeah. So, so I've been here now um, going on two months, and uh, Capital One is a great organization. Um, very innovative, um, very technology-driven, very focused on the customer. And that's really how I've been spending my first um, few weeks in the organization is getting to know the Capital One clients, getting to know their needs, their businesses, and their challenges. And and my approach is, is if you understand your customer, if you understand their needs, um, then you'll be able to build solutions and innovate for them in order to add value to them. I just don't want to build solutions that don't add value, that don't differentiate uh, their business. My goal is to be able to understand their needs and to be able to to leverage the technology that already exists, the innovation that already exists at Capital One, and bridge that together to, to, to drive value to, for our customers. Well, Jim, it sounds like you've got um, a really interesting um, opportunity to not only be very customer-centric in your approach at Capital One, but also to really bring together a lot of innovation around um, treasury management, cash management, and payment to uh, to add value and, in your words, increase efficiency for consumers. So we wish you well. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of a busy schedule to acquaint us with you and what your focus is at Capital One, and we hope to touch base with you again soon as uh, you develop and roll out more new things. Great. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you.